is Guys in Shorts LA, and I am your host, Jeff Wilson. We got a great show for you guys, so uh, let's welcome in the fellas. Victor Costello, how are you? I am not throwing away my shot. <laughs> wow. I love nice. it. You brought, right. up, you brought up musicals last week. I had to bring one in. <laughs> Mr. Rams season ticket holder himself, Darren Basa. That's right. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> oh, nice. Ben Garcia. Jeffrey, Jeffrey, why are you so angry? <laughs> that is a story for another time. And the Portuguese hammer, Mr. Eric Vieira. Hi! <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. Real quick, before we get into this week... Mr. Besa and yes. myself, we High are five. official Rams season ticket owners. Yes. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Some, gentlemen, we got some great seats right on the 50-yard line. Wow. 47 yeah. rows up, but right on the 50, right? <laughs> Actually, 55 rows up. <laughs> yeah, but still. Hey, there's 90-plus rows in the Coliseum. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I think, a very good view. Yeah. So, uh, so those of you that got seats will be tailgating before the games. Hit us up. Oh, yeah. Love it. Sounds riveting. <laughs> oh, Eric, you're going to be there. You know it. There too. I know, I know. I'll be at home watching the Raiders on he'll TV. Be, he'll be in Vegas. Seeing as how we just had Memorial Day, and that is the unofficial kickoff to summer. Baseball's in full swing. Football's right around the corner. But when a lot of people think of summer, you know, beaches, sun. Backyard barbecues. Backyard barbecues. Bikinis. Yes, good. <laughs> all all good things. But also summer blockbuster movies. Yes. So yes. that's why this is our Guys in Shorts Sports Movie Spectacular. I was going to say oh, show, but spectacular yeah. sounds great. Yeah. You got to clap out of bed. We're going with spectacular. I didn't, I didn't know what, what sound effect to me. Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of thrown off. We're talking sports movies this week, given the uh, the reason for the season. <laughs> that, that might be the wrong Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that and we're from Los Angeles, the movie capital of the world. Oh, Absolutely. There you go. There you go. That's the reason well, why. There's so many sports movies, there's not enough time to really cover all yeah, of them. There so really there's going to be a lot that are maybe kicked to the curb. We'll have some honorable mention, right? We yeah. could have is some Angels, time for... I was going to say, is Angels in the outfield on your list, Jeff? Oh, that's number one. <laughs> Good that's number Lord. one. It's right there, front face on the rush uh. That has a Matthew McConaughey and a young Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it. So <laughs> and Tony Danza. Clearly, that was a springboard for some solid hey, careers. Angela. <laughs> it is uh, spelling bee time as well. I don't know if you guys have seen the documentary Spellbound. Is that a sport? <laughs> that, that is a sport. It is on ESPN this week. Yeah, they do. The yeah, script wow. National Just Spelling Bee. on ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. I, I dare you to start watching it and yes. not keep watching it. It is amazing. And right, you know what's funny is someone said the same thing about watching Pokemon. Poker on TV, and I said, that's ridiculous. I'd never watch poker on TV. Yeah, and and then five hours later, <laughs> when you're sucked in and you can't look away because you just want to see the flop. But let me tell you, these kids that they follow in the documentary, they prepare like athletes. They really? are, study hard. And do they, they do push-ups like they, D1 they do, athletes? They Mental do, push-ups. They do brain Mouth push-ups. Exercises. <laughs> yeah, these kids, you just know that they're going to be CEOs and millionaires, and they're we're screwed, that they're just going <laughs> to rule the world, and we're just watching them with their you know, little... Idiosyncrasies, so yeah, spellbound. Well, Eric, my since, you, since you bring it up, uh, spell uh, soliloquy. Uh, don't don't, uh, don't start uh, typing it. I don't. I got nothing. I'm not going to. I'm not going to embarrass myself. Eric is a teacher. You know what? <laughs> Part of wisdom is knowing what you don't know, Ooh. and so I will not embarrass myself. Knowing and, how to get that yeah, information, there you go. right? There you go. And that would be spell check. <laughs> Google. <laughs> Google it. Uh, there's got to be a. A list of horrible sports movies. I mean, Semi Pro has to be on that. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. I'm sure it is. Although, yeah, not, tree. not do the palm trees fall. The palm tree, excellent. I remember those days when you had that mustache going. Oh, it was awful. Was My niece was born when I had that mustache. Did she cry? Yeah. She did cry, but I think that's because she was just born, hopefully. I think I, think I cried. So the, All right. Well, we are lucky enough this week. There's a documentary out that is on Shea Cotton, and it's premiering at the Los Angeles Film Festival this week, June 2nd. And Vic, tell us a little bit about who Shea Cotton is. I actually went to school with Shea's older brother, James, and at the time when I was there, James was, you know, he was a hell of a basketball player. He was the best player at Bosco, uh, making a name for himself. But there was always this up-and-coming name that happened to be his younger brother, Shea, that everybody knew about. And when Shea got to high school, I mean, he was just amazing. This kid could do everything and everybody knew who he was, you know. He was that big in high school that Sports Illustrated actually did a an article on him. And this is before it was, you know, the thing to do to find these, you know, high school kids that uh, Sports Illustrated now does this all the time. And this is before that time. Yeah, before YouTube, before, before all, all the outlets any kind that of social media social actually yeah. expose players to the actual public. The fact that he was that well known throughout the country just tells you how big of a, pl- of, of a player he was. And I was going through, I was Googling some stuff and I found a 1994 LA Times article that was talking about Shea. And it was actually his name in the title, right? Uh, how big of a star is this kid going to be basically is what this title was talking about, Shea Cotton. But in the actual article itself it names other players that are playing at the exact same time that he was playing and some of the names that they mentioned were Paul Pierce, Andre Miller, Toby Bailey, Tremaine Falks all these guys wow. made the NBA, but his name was the one that was in the title of the article, not these wow. guys. That's how big he was. And, you know, uh, things happened where he he never made it to the NBA. And uh, it's a great story. If you can find it, you know, read up on it online. I personally cannot wait to go see this movie. It's called Manchild, and it's just a documentary about him and, and his struggles and, you know, what happened. And uh, I'm I'm really excited for it. Is. it. It's got to be an amazing story. I mean, how does someone with that much talent slip through the cracks of the NBA? Yeah. That, that's got to be interesting. There well, has to be a reason, yeah. Yeah. Well, lucky for us, we have the man himself on the phone, subject of Manchild, the Shea Cotton story. Mr. Shea Cotton on the line. Shea, yeah, thank nice. you for thank joining you for us. Here. No problem. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, now, how did the idea for this documentary come about? Probably uh, about 10 years back. I was finishing up my career playing basketball professionally and really thought about doing something special, even bigger than what I did when I played, and to leave a legacy ultimately, you know, to educate people and inspire them at the same time. Why now? Why did you decide to tell your story now? Well, it's 20 years uh, post. Um, no better time than the present. You know, I think the stars are aligned. Uh, we're, we're batting a thousand as far as our, our YouTube is concerned. We're over 30,000 now. And nice. you know, before the documentary is done, there was a lot of suffering that was accrued on my end. My father passed away and, you know, oh, I, was, wow. I was married. Now I'm divorced. This story, this story is very special to me. It's not just any other documentary. It's authentic. The NBA players, you know, we probably had over 50 interviews. We only used, I think, half of them. Wow. So we have plenty of content, you know, for any marketing and advertising moving forward. We're really excited. I mean, the LA Film Festival been in existence for 21 years and we're just really looking forward to june 2nd we want everybody to come out you know it's going to be shown at 9 p.m at arc like theaters we're really we're really ecstatic because we're getting a good a good reception from everybody that's awesome and like you said if you have a good story to tell there's no better time to tell it than right now with social media and just all the outlets for getting it out there for sure you know 
20 years post. A lot of my peers are in college coaches, uh, head positions, whether they're in the NBA, you know, in very pivotal roles. It feels good to see people want to come to the plate and help, you know, make this thing become a reality. I know you played in a lot of leagues around the world. Uh, is there anything that you can think of that the NBA would benefit from doing certain things like they do overseas? You know, the situation needs to be more dialed in, I think, for primarily with the rookies, the first and second year players, as far as the off-the-court affairs and how you want to conduct yourself, how you want to be seen. You know, just that transition as a player into the NBA, you know, it's such a fast-paced life. You know, there's all the money and the women and, you know, all, all the other monetary things that you have access to because of the financial situation overnight. And you need to have good pieces around you to help guide you along. Something that'll keep D'Angelo Russell off Snapchat, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 and keep his mouth shut towards his teammates. Because I'm right? Right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> so speaking of, uh, you know, overnight, uh, you have all this stuff thrown in your lap. Do you have any crazy stories you can share with us from playing overseas? Oh man, I mean, getting off of planes and you know where where, where you think you you're gonna you're gonna go to to your hotel and get checked in and, and get some rest, you know, and, and hit it hard in the morning. No, you're going right to the arena. You're gonna play in a game. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a different deal. Did you ever beat your your brother James one on one? And if you did, how many times did he cheat trying to make sure that that didn't happen? <laughs> yes, yes, I, I did beat him one on one. You know, we, we, we would play up until the point. Until the things got pretty physical, we went to blows, and then my mother jumped. In, you know? <laughs> I believe it. But she said no more. We can't have that. That's we right. Can't have that. You know, That's we're, right. We're, we're so close that it was probably the best thing. My competitiveness came from obviously competing with my brother, then obviously, you know, the, I possessed a different type of prowess. So that combination, and, and just you know, I grew up in a different era, man. I really wanted it. Like I, I loved the game and. Uh, I sacrificed so much for it, and when I played, I wanted to entertain. I believe it. Very nice. This is Eric here, Shea. I've got a couple questions for you as well. It sounds like you had a, a difficult time with the, the NCAA. So I just want to know, what are your thoughts on the NCAA and their handling of players, particularly uh, for basketball and football? Well, you know, I don't want to come down on anybody. I mean, the facts are what they are. Look, you know, in the future, I may work with them at some point. So yes. I'm not going to be That's fair. <laughs> you know, at, at the end of the day, you know, there's some changes need to be made. There needs to be some financial money set aside for these student-athletes, you know, when they're done with their careers in college, whether they make it in the NBA or not. You know, guys are getting injured and injustices are happen, happening. You know, my situation, my story is, is very delicate for me. And, you know, it's something for people to learn from because I was the number one player in the country in 95. And to not have the opportunity, a fair opportunity, to, you know, to play the way I should have played in college, you know, mm-hmm. basically I was, I was, I was shown in a, in a light with my hands tied behind my back. I mean, that wasn't the agreement. So yes. people need to realize that it's a 50, 50 crapshoot when you pick the school of choice, that things are going to work out. And, you know, guys need to be more transparent. I think the head coaches need to be more transparent. The players need to be more realistic about, you know, their expectations and, and each player's ability. And I feel like, the universities themselves need to do a better job of, of coddling these, these student-athletes all the way through that, that experience and make sure that they're successful, whether they get drafted into the NBA or NFL or whatever sport you're playing. It just so happens that I play basketball. I feel like there's some changes need to be made. And money needs to be set aside for guys because there's so much money being made yeah. by these institutions from these athletes, these student-athletes. 
there's no reason why they shouldn't be able to set something aside for them. So none of them are failures in life or statistics. They're all successes. They have financial means. They take care of themselves and their families in the future. And they have something to start with when they graduate, going to the workforce. And for our listeners who don't know, Shay is not just talking the talk. He's also walking the walk. Uh, he has a basketball academy that he runs. Shay, why don't you tell us about your basketball academy? So SCBA, uh, abbreviated for Shay Cotton Basketball Academy, has been in existence for about 10 years after I finished playing. I wanted to make an impact and make one right away. So we started developing kids from five years all the way from college. And um, we do a lot of mentoring as well. It's basically teaching them the game of life through basketball. And we've had some, a lot of great results. I've worked with several guys. And, you know, to name a few of recent, I've worked with Daniel Hamilton and Isaac Hamilton, uh, who played with UConn and uh, UCLA, they're both brothers. And several other players. I mean, I could go on for days, but... You know, I've been doing that. It's like normal for me. It's like Tuesday follows Monday. I enjoy working with these guys and seeing them develop and evolve. But the youth is where my heart really goes. You know, today, and having my own AU team, Manchild Elite, in 12 and under, and we're really competing right now. We won our first two tournaments in a row. We're 8 0. We're headed to Vegas this wow. weekend. I'm, nice. really, I'm really excited. I'm really excited about, you know, the future you know, a basketball and just the young men that were involved. If you saw a kid that was coming through your academy that reminded you a lot of yourself or you saw as being the next LeBron James, what advice would you give them? Stay humble and stay hungry. That's good advice. That's good. That is good advice. There you go. That is good advice. Short, sweet, and to the point. There you go. That's it. It's a fast-paced life, man. You You don't get a second chance to do it right. Very true. Kevin Garnett once said that you were LeBron before LeBron. Is that a good comparison, or would you say there's another current NBA player who you would compare your game to? Well, I think the physical prowess and, and the way I, I uh, approach the game and the physical dominance that people saw you know, when I played is comparable to LeBron. But uh, I was different. I, I had the dog in me. I was more like Jordan <laughs> or Barkley put together. Old nice. school. Oh, old, yeah. That's, yeah. That's what the NBA is missing nowadays. It's that old school Seriously. mentality. And I love it. That's one of the things that I miss about the current NBA. Yeah, the game today is more of a finesse game. It's definitely global. So, you know, the style of play is different. It's more guard oriented. Where, uh, you know, like a Golden State with all the 73 and 9 they did this year, unbelievable. I mean, Stephen Curry, I've never seen nobody shoot the ball like that. But, like, I explained to people the regular season and the playoffs are two different leagues, and then the playoffs. But not the finals is a whole other league. So, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be interesting to see how, how, how things uh, pan out here. Jordan and Barkley, that's definitely a scary combination. Coming out of Southern California, and we know Southern California has pr- produced a lot of talented basketball players. Who was the toughest player that you faced while you were coming up? The toughest player I faced coming up was Kobe Bryant, um, hands down. He's the only one that, that matched my uh, competitive drive. Just so happens at that time, unfortunately for him, I was a better player. My team actually won that nice. game. Nice. Uh, nice. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had that footage, man. Funny. Uh, yeah, different time. That- for the record, since we're on air, there's a lot of footage out there that they won't re- release about me. So when you guys see this documentary, you know, just hold dear to the fact that there's more content out there that oh, people wow. haven't seen and, and that, that we're able to deliver this type of, of product it's it's powerful, man. It's exciting. That's so that, cool. That's cool. So so, what's next for you, Shay? The bottom line is after the film festival, we want to sell this thing. So, you know, we're in and out of meetings right now, and I've got a, a team of people in place for that. You know, my my media team. I want to give them a shout out. Our true group. 
Eric Patah Herbert and Oscar Kelly Kiros and Mac Tompkins and Aquanda Wright. The whole team over there, you know, they brought my vision to life, so I'm really excited. So now for the listeners who want to see the film or, or just follow you on social media or, or you just find out more about you, what's the best way to do that? The best way to do it is I'm on Instagram every day, so you can follow me on IG at uh, Shea Cotton, just like it's spelled. Um, I'm on Twitter at Shea Cotton as well. I'm on YouTube. I have my own YouTube channel. So we're, we're all across the board. I'm on LinkedIn. So you, you name it. Um, I don't know if I'm missing any, but I'm, I'm on all the. I'm on all the <laughs> Just type in Shea Cotton. Yes, right. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm on Snapchat, but I don't use it. So. <laughs> yeah. No do we. No one knows That's how to smart. use it. That's fine. <laughs> awesome, Shea. Well, hey, thanks so much. Awesome Great call. Job, yeah, thank you. We really appreciate you taking the time, and can't wait to see it and and, and find out your story. Fellas, thanks a million. Look forward to uh, talking to you again. Absolutely, anytime. Thanks a lot. Take care, Shay. Shay. How about that, huh? Shay Cotton. He's the real deal. That was a cool interview. I remember watching him play. I mean, he was a beast. I mean, he was absolutely a beast. I love this child. Yeah. They should name a movie. They should name a movie that. We should have told him that. And I love the fact that he's saying that there's actual footage that uh, is not, you know, he can't show for some reason. I'd be curious to know who has the footage. Me too. I want to watch it. it. Yeah. Well, and, and what I think it is. It, he just grew up in a different time. It's almost yeah. like mm-hmm. wrong time, yeah. wrong place. Yeah. Because if he came up now, there'd be cell phone video, oh, and yeah. YouTube channels, Everything. and it's it's really too it bad does almost. Add to the mythology. Yes, that's you know, true. Really you can. <laughs> you, it, it leaves your mind to fill in the blanks. Yeah, I once saw him climb a mountain. <laughs> it happened. I believe it. You know, but here in Southern California, we've actually been really lucky. I mean, Vic went to high school with his brother. I, I went to a rival high school of Artesia, so I got to see James Harden play when he mm-hmm. was in high school. I got to see the O'Bannon brothers play when they were in high school. You know, just living in Southern California oh, at that amazing. time, there was a bunch of great talent in, in Southern California. And Tayshawn Prince over at Dominguez High School, these are all guys when I was in high school that I actually got to see play live. Yeah. Now, I didn't know that that Kobe Bryant, to to what Shay was talking about earlier, was in Southern California because you or because I, I thought he was in. Um, well, they met in the McDonald's, one of the McDonald's All American. Yeah, they games. have these you know these AAU games and oh, these All Star okay. games. Because so he was from act- Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you get to a certain level, all these players know each other because they play in these these tournaments. As a D one yeah. athlete, I yeah. should know that. You should know this. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know everyone from the swim meets. You see each other. That's true. Yeah. Actually, it's true. That yeah. is true. Yeah, I, I actually swam in the same pool as some Olympians at the same you know meets and stuff. <laughs> when when yeah. is your documentary me. coming out? <laughs> it's not. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> My documentary is guys in shorts. Once, <laughs> yeah. a, week, once right. a week, and we're released what Tuesdays or Wednesday mornings, right? There we go. <laughs> All right. Well, we will be back with our summer movie sports special. Spectacular. We'll be right back. Tired of being sidelined due to back pain, headaches, or sciatica? Instead of medicating the symptoms, fix the cause of the problem. Here at Garcia Chiropractic, we do a thorough evaluation of every patient. Our digital x-ray analysis gets to the root of the problem and gets you back in the game. Go online to dannygarciadc.com to schedule a new patient exam. Mention guys in shorts, and you'll receive a complimentary 30-minute massage. Again, that's dannygarciadc.com. dannygarciadc.com. Schedule your exam today. are back the guys have come up with their mount rushmore of sports movies and we're going to build up to that because nice i feel like there's plenty to discuss in the sports movie genre what is it about sports movies that just 
resonates no matter how old you're. I mean, there's like Sandlot and and those movies that you loved as a kid. Like, Well, I'll speak to Sandlot. I think what resonated me with the Sandlot was that when I grew up in my neighborhood, there was about a group of seven or eight neighborhood kids that would get together and every day in the summertime we would go out and it was either we'd go out, we'd play basketball, we'd play baseball, and it was the same sort of deal. We didn't have enough to fill in a full infield, so we used to do that... Um, uh, anyway, like over the line, over, over the, the line. line. That yeah. was the game. Yep. So those are the things that we used to do. So to oh, yeah. watch that movie, it takes you right back to that moment when you were a kid, and yep. you remember putting the baseball hat on. You remember the smell of the grass. You remember how it used to feel to be out there as the sun was going down, and you know the grass was still a little bit wet between your toes because you weren't wearing any shoes. Oh, like yeah. that was, you know, that was the moment that that you know you remember and you will remember for the rest of your life. And so when you watch those movies, that's where it takes you back. To kind of piggyback on that. We talked about why do we love sports, and it's those memories as as a kid, and having those you know memories linked to sports and those amazing things happening. And so a lot of these movies make those connections. It's that improbable moment and watching that magic happen. I mean, how many times do we see things unha- things kind of reveal themselves in sports, and you think to yourself, well, if that was a movie, that'd be over the top. Yes, that's too yes. crazy. But that's why we love it is because it's so improbable and so crazy to happen that it happens and that's that's we we eat it up oh yeah and you just love seeing i mean you know they're gonna win the game yeah most of the time sometimes it doesn't right. happen but right. like you just you want to see it happen like that boom that moment never gets old yes just seeing that game winning whatever and and everyone hoists them on their shoulders and right you remember ben didn't that happen multiple times in D- <laughs> division one usually yeah <laughs> I mean, I won so often that you didn't really get yeah, put on people's shoulders because it was just expected. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, right, for others right. that maybe every once in a while beat uh-huh, me, they, uh-huh. they were lifted into glory right. and, and, and walked off the pool deck. <laughs> All right. How about we start this conversation off with our best athlete from a sports movie? Before we get started, Mr. Wilson, I do have a question. Yes. And, and you raise your hand. You cannot pick a teacher? Kardashian. No, no, yeah. no. We spoke... <laughs> And, and, and through conversations throughout the years, you've always told me that there was a defining difference between a romantic comedy and a sports <laughs> oh, movie. No. So like before we get started, it's I want to make Ben's sure. movies are romantic comedies. I want to make sure that... Ben, is Ice Princess on your list? Ice Princess is not on my list. Oh. It is on his DVR, though. <laughs> it was. Still. But it wasn't, it wasn't for me. <laughs> yes, right. I feel like the sports has to be at least... Part of the A or B story. Okay, so of, Herbie of fully movie. loaded. Would you consider that a sports movie? <laughs> I mean, I'm proud to say I never saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Lohan in her prime? Come I, on. I know. Uh... Well, we're talking about the new. Isn't there an older Herbie, though? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Ben, but I've never back, saw well, yeah, I'm talking one. about did fully that one, loaded. Did that one have Lindsay Lohan in it? No. Then no. Ben did not. And I didn't it. watch that. <laughs> Just can't be a scene takes place at a baseball game. It okay, has to be so It has part, to be a running theme. Yeah. Okay. yeah it can't it be, to be Top part. Gun. They played beach volleyball, so Top Gun exactly. is my sports movie. Right. Ben, what do you got? Best athlete in a sports movie. Big Earn McCracken. From Kingpin. Absolutely. There the, you go. The great wow. Bill Murray. He was the top United States bowler at that time. <laughs> That that is that's I vehemently disagree. I've got a better athlete. <laughs> I mean, Hammer, what do you got? All right. If we're talking best athlete of all time in a sports movie, Ivan Drago from oh. Rocky IV. Oh. He lost. No, he, he, he lost. He, but he's I ha- I pulled up the stats. <laughs> nice. Ivan nice. Drago. I want to hear this. I want to hear this. He I want to hear this. 31 and 1. 
So he only had one loss. Wow. And uh-huh. I think Rocky Balboa played some mind games with him. Right. There were some questionable steroid uh, you know, uses going on there. If yeah. I can change, <laughs> you can change. <laughs> we can all change. But if if you're talking about best athletes, there is no he killed a guy. Oh yeah, with That's his true. Bar- with his That's hands true. in the ring. He killed Apollo Creed. That's- so he is the ult- he is like built in a lab to be an athlete, to be a boxer. Pretty so much. I think pretty Ivan solid. Drago. He never held the WBC, IBF, or WB. <laughs> well, unfortunately, in, com- in communist you. Russia, they didn't exactly branch out. <laughs> to the so then it's not a world championship. <laughs> <laughs> no, let me let me go against that one, because uh, mine was Rocky Balboa. Oh, oh yeah. yes. I so, must break you. Listen, let's yes. put on the gloves right now. Let's go at it. Come on. <laughs> yes, let's do that. All right, done and done. First thing, you know, come on. You know, here's Rocky growing, growing up <laughs> on the mean streets. And uh, yeah, he, uh, Ivan defeats uh, or kills actually uh, Creed, but eventually he beats him. And further down the road, I mean, here here he is, Rocky training his son in the newest uh, Rocky Creed. So, I mean, he even turned the Russian fans. You remember they yeah. were fighting yeah. Russian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ended the Cold very, War. Very That's true. pretty solid. <laughs> he ended the Cold War. <laughs> Rocky, Rocky is a pretty solid choice. <laughs> However, I don't think he's as solid as my choice. I'm talking a. 103 mile per hour fastball. Okay. He once threw into the catcher's glove from the outfield bleachers. Nice. On top nice. of that, he's only 12 years old. <laughs> oh, I'm talking about a young Henry Rowengardner from Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. I mean, you could put this guy on like a 30 year contract. Uh, he, him and him and Albert Pujols would retire at the same time. I don't know if you heard, but he actually has. Tommy John surgery. He's not going to be able oh. to. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. Great. It'll, it'll be 108 when he gets back. Yeah, pretty much. Because apparently, when the tendon heals tighter, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does even better. Oh, great pull. Mine beats all of you guys in the movies and in real life. <laughs> this guy took on aliens oh. and saved Earth. None of your guys took on aliens oh, and saved Earth. This is pretty. And solid. doesn't sound like a sports movie to me. And he could beat any one of your guys in basketball. I'm talking about Michael Jordan, oh, Space Jam. Space That's Jam. right. Space Jam. Done, done, it's and Space done. Jam. You know, I thought That's... about Michael Jordan from Space Jam, but Ivan Drago would have killed him. <laughs> so, uh, if Ivan Drago was choice. an alien, uh, Michael Jordan would have beat him. I don't know. In, in a cartoon, no one dies. <laughs> yep. So technically. Yeah, but still. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's. I've tough. never saved uh, Earth from aliens. I'm just saying. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. <laughs> you couldn't throw a 103 mile per hour fastball. Just throwing that out there. It's a good list. Right. I like those. These that is a yeah. good list. Yeah. Very very obscure. Another great thing about movies, movies in general, really, but sports movies certainly get their share of great lines. Can I guess yours? Yes, you can. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> Doesn't get Is any more inspirational. Yeah. No, I was guessing for, for you. you. No, I wrote it down because I was like, that's got to be Jeff's. <laughs> oh, it's classic. Okay. That is not mine. You want mine? <laughs> yes. All right. This is honestly one of my favorite quotes of all time, but it's from a little movie I like to call A League of Their Own. Ooh. Nice. When Jimmy Dugan is trying to get Gina Davis, I don't remember her name, to, to stay. And she's complaining. Dottie, Dottie Henson, isn't it? Yes, mm. Dottie Henson. Wow. That's right. Oh. Dottie, I That's think, is, is the sister, right? No. No, Dottie, no, I think Dottie, Dottie is the sister. No, it's Dottie. I, she's Dottie. Dottie's the catcher. So Dottie, and then what's the sister's name? Now that's... 
Not important. Kit. Jimmy Dugan. Kit. 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 Look, at, Good look at that pull. Kit. Well done. Wow. I'm, well impressed. Done. I'm impressed. USA. <laughs> USA. Okay. So Dottie Henson, she's trying to leave with her husband because he's back from the war. And she says that baseball is just too hard and she doesn't want to do it anymore. And Jimmy Dugan says, it's supposed to be hard. If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. Oh, nice. Come on. That's a good line. That's that a, a, good line. a great line. Yeah. I use that in life. I've, I've seen you use it at a bar. <laughs> wow. That's, that, that's, that's a good turn. Right? And then, like, Albert Pools, he struck out. Woo! <laughs> 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 uh, that's just mean. <laughs> Vic, you got a good quote? I do. I actually have two that I want to share. And it's because one of them, it gets you pumped up. And the other one is like a, a spiritual favorite of mine, I guess I like you can it. say. All right. Uh, so the very first one is is, is from uh, Rocky. There you go. Uh, Mickey. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I Get love the this. one in the oh, middle. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to eat lightning and you're going to crap thunder. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. How does that Mickey not get you going? I got to right? be honest. Yeah. That that should be on the wall and you see that every morning. Seriously. That, that does. <laughs> I mean, how could you not get up? But my, my, my spiritual one, and I loved, absolutely loved this movie. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up, it's bobsled time. Think oh, a coffee wow. from, cool, from Cool Runnings. Wow. I love that movie. Cool yeah. Runnings. Cool Runnings, dude. I it's love that. It's a great that. movie, though. Oh, yeah. It is good a good stuff. movie. Yeah. Jamaican it's, bobsled team. You, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. Hammer, what you got? Give so us I, a quote. I don't have an exact quote, but it's the entire speech from Any Given Sunday. <laughs> oh, wow. Al Pacino's, Al Pacino's in the yes. locker room. And that just, I'm just going to read like an excerpt that just sticks out to me. It's we're, we're in hell right now, gentlemen. And believe me, we can stay in here and get the shit kicked out of us, or we can fight our way back into the light and we'll climb out of hell one inch at a time. So that's, wow. that's just, you know, what it means to be an athlete and to yeah. play a sport is when you, the chips are against you and you got to climb out and just bit by bit and nice. claw and scratch and it's your way. Pacino. Yeah, yeah, I, that, yeah, really. I didn't want to try. Hear him when he talks. I was gonna say yeah. I, was, I wasn't gonna try to do Pacino. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but that's the thing. Pacino delivering it yeah. adds that much more to it. Also, that's solid. Ben, what do you got for quotes? Okay, so mine's a little bit long. It's from Bull Durham. <clears throat> oh, oh, great! I movie. knew you were gonna and, choose and that I, movie. And I might, you might have to bleep me. But <laughs> no, no. I'm gonna what give the quote. Oh, we're a podcast. Well, I believe in the soul, the cock, the pussy, the small of a woman's back, the hanging curveball, high fiber, good scotch. That novels of Susan Sontag are self indulgent, overrated crap. I believe Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone. I believe there <laughs> ought to be a constitutional amendment outlying astroturf and the designated hitter. I believe in the sweet spot, softcore pornography, opening your presents Christmas morning rather than Christmas Eve, and I believe in long, slow, deep, soft, wet. Kisses that last three days. Uh, nice. nice. That's inspirational and funny. Yeah. That, that covers <laughs> all the bases. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that, and that is that such is a, great... a great, I mean, movie in general, but baseball movie. I mean, it's hard to touch that one. I, I love that movie. Such yeah. That movie, movie had a lot of comedy. It had mm-hmm. a lot of realism just about, you know, struggling in the minor leagues. You know, just it was that movie was just well put together. Besa. What quote um, you got? I took a little line from uh, Will Smith in The Legend of Bagger Vance. Wow. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I went there. Uh, <laughs> I always felt a man's grip on his club, just like a man's grip on his world. Wow. Being, oh, you know. being parents, so the majority of us being parents. Uh, sorry, Jeff. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we, we tend to keep... Or congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we keep family very close. Right. But... 
for me on the weekends, you have to learn to let go a little bit. There have fun. Enjoy your family. Yep. So there you go. Let nice. go a little bit. Nice. I like it. Have fun. I like it. That Are you just trying quote. to save yourself after picking uh, the Rams over your son last week? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good save. Make Good it up. save. Make it up. I love you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's settle this. Our Mount Rushmore's of sports movies. You know what? I'll let's start it. it off. Boo. I'm going to go. Oh, did you? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> no, we're just booing just you because we know it's going to suck. <laughs> uh, well, Major League, obviously, is okay. on there. Yeah. Nice. So I got to get you guys on my side with that one. Right, nice. Also, nice. Caddyshack. I think everyone might agree except uh, Ben. Right. But I'm putting like I Caddyshack said, I, I'm, on I don't there. hate it's, it. I've seen it. I just don't remember actually, it. Actually, all mine are comedies. Uh, <laughs> what? Shocking. And, and actually, I, I do love this movie, and we've mentioned it several times, but I put A League of Their Own on there. Yeah, yeah. I, think, can't, I can't I think argue it's, that. It's, yeah, it's a great movie. It is solid. Yeah. Tom Hanks in that movie is so good. Yeah, and it's just a it's a good feel good sports movie. And this one, which hasn't been mentioned, but I'll tell you what, great ending. It's got a ton of heart to it. Nacho Libre. Wow, oh, I love wow. that movie. Yep, I Way love to go that outside movie. the box. We, we went yeah, there. Yeah, you did. Hammer. Your Mount Rushmore of sports All movies. All right. I think I'm. we may see a sweep here with this movie. I think it might be on everyone's list. Major League is yeah. definitely on yeah. my nice. list. It didn't make nice. my list. But it Whoa. just Wait your turn. <laughs> <laughs> wow. why, why I loved it, it just, it hits every single stereotype of a baseball player. I mean, you have, you know, your Willie Mays Hayes, the flashy guy. <laughs> you have Pedro Serrano, the, the you know, foreigner, oh, yeah. Yeah. foreigner yeah. in the clubhouse. You have the Jake Taylor, the old, the old grizzled veteran. So yeah. I, and then, of course, good stuff. You know, the announcer just good the entire Harry. movie oh, keeping so everyone. Good. So, so major league is definitely one that's that's etched in my mind. Another one that stands out is the Sandlot. Yeah. And again, oh, it just that. goes back to those yeah. memories of being out of school for the summer and then playing games with your friends. Actually, fun drinking game. Watch the Sandlot and drink every time he, the narrator says, and we got in the biggest pickle of our lives. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that. That might be a he bad idea. He says it literally every scene. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, just to point out that Benny the Jet Rodriguez does eventually become a Dodger. So that's another that's right. uh, uh, great movie. Right. There great you go. Movie. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> <laughs> Another one, uh, and I mentioned it earlier, is uh, Bad News Bears. So uh, it's a, a good classic. A, another one that just a, a ragtag group of kids. And th what I love about that movie is the kids are are, are cursing, and they're it's like real kids. It's not right. this Disney version right. of kids in a movie. It's these kids are foul mouth and angry, and the coach is a drunk, and it's just it's tons of fun. <laughs> and then uh, the last one that I have on my list uh, is Remember the Titans. Oh, I actually good one. really nice. love that movie. Good one. Denzel nice. doing Denzel things. Ben, ben says Hayden Pettigrew is hot in that movie. Oh, no. Oh, I did not. <laughs> mighty, She's mighty hot in that I, I thought I can get Ben on my side. A young Hayden Pettigrew. Yeah. That's, that's, that's bre breaks that's through incest. in the They're film. Not, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, that is not We'll cut that good. out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ben, you're Mount Rushmore. All right. So before I get there, there's four movies that we haven't really brought up that I just want to mention as we're honorable mentions. Blue Crush. 
<laughs> we'll, we'll cut that out. Of the cutting edge. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Topic. <laughs> You've seen it. Uh, here's here's one. Rad. Did any of you guys watch uh, Rad? It was a, I know it was what a it BMX is, but I've never seen it. Wow. Yeah. How that old was, are you guys? That that was, was, like I, myself I have that on DVD. If you want to watch it, I'll bring it in. Wow. And the other one was Jerry Maguire. So those were kind of my you know honorable mentions. Because those are all movies that I really, really liked. But they didn't make my Mount Rushmore. So here's my Mount Rushmore. We've talked a lot about it. Rocky Four ending the Russian, the United States, you know, the way it ended, that was fantastic. But one you guys haven't mentioned that we haven't brought up at all is Hoosiers. Hmm. I thought oh, that yeah. that movie was the quintessential sports movie because you take a team that was already somewhat good, but you break them down and then you start with the fundamentals and you build them up. And, you know, at the very end when he says, you know, you were sitting in a 10,000-seat arena, and he goes, well, let's take some measurements. The basketball's still 10 feet. Yep. The free throw line's still 14 feet away. You know, this is just a bigger stadium, but the court's the same size, guys. Let's go out and win it. Like, that was one of my favorite movies. <clears throat> Another one is uh, For the Love of the Game. Vin Scully, the way he narrates it. You guys mentioned, you know, Bob Euchre, the way he did it in Major yeah. League. But, you know, the authenticity of For the Love of the Game just was fantastic. It's a no-hitter. There was a romance that was kind of inter interweaved with this whole thing. And so the last one, again, we've talked a lot about it. Eric brought it up, Sandlot. So those were my top yeah. four. Classic. Herbie the Love Bug didn't make the cut. Didn't huh? make no. it. No. <laughs> so disappointed. Besa, your Mount Rushmore. Uh, the first one, I went for the comedic factor. I went with uh, Dodgeball. You know, oh, yeah. nice. Globo Jim versus Average one. Joe's, Vince Vaughn, Ben Stiller. How dare you make me bleed my own blood. <laughs> blood. <laughs> so love that one. Uh, again, going back to the crane kick with uh, Karate nice. Kid. Oh, nice. Yes, yes. Um, the kids need to watch that, by the way. That, yes, you that know, needs we're, to we're happen. Sit down everybody family, needs to watch that. Uh, yeah. Yes, sit down as a family this weekend. Yeah. Glue them to the couch, and you're going to watch you it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to leave. It's required. <laughs> Actually, one that we have not mentioned, Rudy. Oh, how nice. have we not yeah, mentioned nice. Rudy? Nobody yeah. here has mentioned Rudy. 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 <laughs> it's, it's actually, that at the end of that movie, is one of the only times that a man is actually allowed to cry. Legally. I feel yeah. like that's, yeah. that's allowed. Yeah. And I want to say, to this day, card. he has been the only uh, Irish that has been carried off the field. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, uh, and also my last one, I think everybody's mentioned it, The Sandlot. Yeah. I got to bring yeah. back yeah. to The Sandlot. That's, that's a, a great one. movie. And then as a parent, and as a, as a son who plays... Uh, very competitive baseball, and I see it in him. Once the games are over, you know, during the games, they see each any, each other as enemies, but once the game is over, you know, the gloves come off, the bats go down, they untuck their shirts, and what are they doing? They're in, intermingling, and they're just playing another game. They do not want to leave that baseball field. Has Aiden watched the movie? Yes, he loves it, actually. Yeah. yeah. As parents, you know, we're walking through the car, we're packing up, and these kids, there's, a, you know, nine or ten of them, what are they doing? They're still playing baseball. We could be driving off and they're still going at it. <laughs> That's awesome because it's and shows how timeless that movie is, is when we're kids, we're watching it from the kid's perspective. But now when you just yeah. described how much you like it, you're looking at it from the adult's yeah. perspective of, of watching your kids. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Vic, your Mount Rushmore, sir. My Mount Rushmore, uh, number four on my list. I'm actually going to go with a documentary. And Manchild. It's the Shea Cotton story. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out. Los Angeles uh, Film Although I'm Festival. sure that one's great. Uh, I have not seen it, so it cannot be on my list. But uh, Hoop Dreams. I don't know if anybody here has actually seen Hoop Dreams, Dreams or not. I haven't no. seen oh, it. Oh, dude. Seriously? Amazing movie. I mean, you follow these two kids in New York, and you get invested. And yeah, I, you, you can't stop watching it. 
It's it's a great documentary. If you have a chance, go out and watch it. Uh, number three on my list, uh, on a lot of lists, is The Sandlot. Just great memories watching that movie. And it has everything besides sports. You know, it, it has... Yeah. Uh, coming of age story. Coming yeah. of mm-hmm. age. It has the monster, you know. The beast. Uh, yeah, the beast. You know, it has uh, love. It has everything. You know, it has fireworks to play underneath. I mean, come oh, on. I like, mean, seriously. I, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to add it to my list. <laughs> yeah, you it's said, awesome. You had me a fireworks. And and windy peppercorn. Oh, yeah. Windy Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's such a great movie. Uh, number two, actually... Actually, Ben has already mentioned his Hoosiers on my list. Mm-hmm. Uh, such a great movie. Inspiring. It's a true story. So, I mean, how can you go wrong with that? And number one um, is going to be Field of Dreams. Yeah. Uh, ben, you have to watch that. Uh, it's an absolutely amazing movie. Some, some of the best written dialogue, I think, because it actually came from a book, but some of the best written dialogue that I, I, I love listening to that movie. And uh, another movie that I think you're allowed to cry at, especially at the end when he, I don't want to give too much away, but he, he asks his dad for, a key, you know, can we have a catch? You know, and it's something that he's he's aching and wanting yeah. to do, and it's just such a great, great moment. Yeah. And you know, they they they're playing catch. The camera pulls away, and you see the lights of everybody that's coming in. Ah, it's got Kevin Costner in it, movie, man. Dude. <laughs> out Kevin and James Earl Jones again. Contractually yeah, obligated to star in every baseball movie <laughs> in the late '80s. All right, good lists, guys. I think that was uh, some solid viewing. Ben has homework to go see. Uh, Field of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Should we put and our Mount Rushmore's up on uh, the website? What do we think? Oh, I say do I think it. That's a yeah. great idea. I'm All right. Down. Oh yeah. See what everybody else thinks. Because I got to be honest, I feel like mine is better. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this was a competition. <laughs> well, you just I, turned I, it into is, a competition. Uh, I just wanted to no, throw you just it out to there. Say, yeah, just have people throw it up there. I like so, it. All share. right. So we'll throw it up on the website. You can vote. Uh, we'll do a Twitter. <laughs> I hope. I hope somebody ties. <laughs> ben will call all his friends uh, like he did last time oh, and get him to here get him to vote because there's no possible way that you won fair and square on the last one. Yeah. All right. All the Kinko guys will be like, "Hey, Ben, I remember Ben's you." <laughs> that's exactly uh, it. Your computer's ready. All right, that's our time. We are Guys in Shorts, Los Angeles. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. Find us on Facebook. Visit the website guysinshorts.com. And if you're listening on iTunes, be sure to give us a review and uh, five stars. None of this four-star stuff. Yeah. yeah. Five stars. Full five stars. Minimum. You know. If you find a way not? to give an extra star, go for it. Perfect. Love it. And uh, and share with a friend. Spread the word. All right. We are out of here. Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, and I am Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Ray, people will come, Ray. They'll come to Iowa for reasons they can't even fathom. They'll turn up your driveway not knowing for sure why they're doing it. They'll arrive at your door as innocent as children, longing for the past. Of course we won't mind if you look around, you'll say. It's only $20 per person. They'll pass over the money without even thinking about it, for it's money they have and peace they lack. And they'll walk out to the bleachers, sit in shirtless sleeves on a perfect afternoon. They'll find they have reserved seats somewhere along the baselines where they sat when they were children and cheered their heroes. And they'll watch the game, and it'll be as if they dipped themselves in magic waters, the memories so thick they'll have to brush them away from their face. People will come, Ray. The one constant through all the years, Ray, has been baseball. America has rolled by like an army of steamrollers. It has been erased like a blackboard, rebuilt, and erased again. But baseball has marked the time. This field, this game... 
It's a part of our past, Ray. It reminds us of all that was once was good, and it could be again. Oh, people will come, Ray. People will most definitely come. Yes. Love that movie, dude. You, Seriously? You, yes. I got goosebumps. So flipping good. Can you do it in a Darth Vader voice? Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. 